right. Welcome. <laughs> We're just diving right in. Yeah. Um, this is a poetry episode, but it's a special one. It's a special poetry episode of Read Between the Vines, and that's Jackie Berkeley. And that's Chrissy Schreiber. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... We're both in self-quarantine. and Which we uh, hope you are, too. Don't be dumb and stay home. Unless, of course, you're home. a nurse or an essential workplace employee, in which case you are a hero. Yes, please. Um, stay home. We love you. We love I'm you. not... Uh, yeah, I haven't left my house. Yes. Um, I'm on day 15 or 16, I I'm think, on day 12. Die. Yeah, I'm on day 12. By the time this airs, I will be... I will probably have been in quarantine for a full month. It so. is certainly something, and I will never take anything for granted ever again. Oh, I miss people so much. Yeah, I miss people. So, um, basically, what we're doing this episode, because we're in quarantine and we miss people, and it's a, kind of a special circumstance, we're recording um, virtually, sort of. I've got Jackie mm-hmm. up on my computer in uh, in FaceTime, and mm-hmm. we're recording on our own computers, and we'll edit it all together later, which is really weird. So, because of the strange times, um, we're doing a special thing this this episode and instead of picking poets to kind of emulate we have been writing our own poetry that is inspired by the quarantine yes. and so we're just going to read you a couple of those those poems and hope that you enjoy them and it takes some of the anxiety out of quarantine for you um yes. it certainly helps us to cope and to not be restrained by any one poem or any one poet's structure or style or word choice we just don't need that extra restriction on our life right now because our whole life is restricted so we just let the words flow and this is our our true voice exactly so it's gonna be an interesting podcast i think yeah (laughs) we have have four poems each for you instead of three that way we can still give you as many poems as we can um Mm -hmm. so in you get what you get eight poems instead of 12 so deal with it yeah sorry i am drinking so solomon and i are a part of a wine club the lathwaite's wine club so we get a case of wine delivered every three months um so this one oh my god i'm not gonna be able to pronounce it guys i so apologize it is saracosa toscana it's called governo 2018 and I d- don't read Italian or French. I don't know what that is. You're supporting um, oh. the Italian economy. Um, yeah, this is, yes, it's a red. It really <laughs> is just, it's just a red blend. Um, it's really, okay. really smooth, highly suggest, very drinkable, very delicious. I'm still finishing the really garbage can of wine that Ooh. I was drinking in the, the bookish life of Nina Hill. But if I finish that, I do have one more can of wine. Um, it is actually Little Big Town's wine brand. Um, Little Big Town's a artist? Country band. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have, so they have a, a canned wine brand, I guess. Um, and it's called Day Drinking. And um, it's a great brand. Oh my God, speaking yeah. of branding, I'm so sorry. This is a total sidestep and not to interrupt you. I love it. Solomon and I were talking about bringing beer and wine into a showers because sometimes like you need a shower, but also you you're need not a shower beer. beer. Yeah. Yeah. So he thought of a brand name for a shower wine. It's called Shower Grapes. Shower Grapes? <laughs> like sour grapes, but shower grapes. <laughs> Oh 
Amazing. I love it. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, right? I thought it was so good. Shower Grapes. That's the name of this episode. Shower Grapes. Done. Oh! (laughs) Oh man. Okay, so, shall we read some poetry? We shall, and you go first, because I have to find mine still. (laughs) Okay. Um, so I'm writing a poem a day. Um, so most of my poems have names... Um, so oh, this is I love from that day you three. Name them by the days. Yeah, so this is from day three. Um, it's called Half a Meatloaf. <laughs> um, okay, so. <laughs> when they come, they'll leave the microphones on the front stoop and they'll surprise me with half a meatloaf, a small token of their love for a daughter they cannot hug. They'll retreat to the parking lot, keeping their eyes on their care package until I open the door, wave from 50 feet away, and yell, I love you down the hall. I miss hugs and smiles, holding hands, a reassuring bump of elbows, or a rocking laugh that brings two torsos together. Day three. Aww. Was that your parents? Did they bring you food? It was about my parents. Yeah. Um, so my parents brought me, so I'm trying to set up, like, a little recording studio in my guest, um, closet, which is actually where I'm recording this right now, which is kind of funny. Um, but so they brought over some microphones that we've had for a long time, and they brought over, um, like, a, a mixer and, um, uh, I don't know what this is called, but it's, like, a, you plug your microphones into this, and then it, it's, like, a compressor, I think. Um, Sounds good to me. Yeah. And so, it's, like, all the tech that you would need to set up a, a recording studio that we've had for a long time, like, some since, like, 2007 or some shit, and, um... So I'm trying to figure out how to set all that up. I'm troubleshooting a lot of stuff because I have, um, like, my laptop doesn't have USB ports. So I need to find a cord that will connect the mixer to my laptop because it can't be connected to a hub. It can't right. be connected to an adapter. I have to figure, I have to find a cord that goes from USB-B to USB-C. And that's, so I, I'm ordering a lot of parts to make it work. But um, it's kind of fun. It's, like, a fun way to... Um, learn something new while I'm stuck at home for a little while and kind of, um, be able to record some of the music that I've been collecting throughout the years that I, I write for myself and maybe now it's time to put it out there. So we'll see. Yes. Um, (laughs) um, so that's what I was doing, but, um, I wrote this poem before they came over, um, because my dad has heart disease and diabetes. He had a heart attack last year, um, and he's supposed, he's not, this is not going to happen, I'm sure, but he was supposed to get his hip replaced at the end of April, um, and so he is at risk, and my mom is, um, my mom had polio as a kid, so she is also at risk, um, so I'm very worried about my parents. That's where a lot of my anxiety comes from surrounding the virus. Um, but they came to drop off that stuff. And when they came, my mom goes, do you want us to bring you like some meatloaf? I'm making meatloaf for dinner. And I was like, yes, I want meatloaf. Can they like, so, I wonder if like, you know how your porch is screened in? Could they sit on the other side of the porch and have dinner with you? They probably could. I bet like bring lawn chairs. And you and Adam sit on your porch, and they sit just outside on the sidewalk. They don't even have to come inside your house, except maybe to pee. <gasps> that's so cute. Yeah, we could probably do that. We could probably do that. So yeah, so that's what half a meatloaf is about. It's about my parents coming and and love that. being close but being far, and um, 
I miss them. Okay. My first one is called Seed. Um, okay. Most of these aren't actually quarantine related at all. It's just like, it's a manifestation of my feelings about it into something completely different. Okay. Although, I guess this first one is the most like what it'd be like in quarantine. So it's called Seed. Okay. The grass is always greener, not to eye the blackwood tree. I sit in gray and stare at gray, and gray glares back at me. It started deep below us, the gray, no bigger than a kernel, and it spread like ink on wet parchment to spoil the symbol of life's eternal. It bubbled at the surface, a pregnant pause filling the air, then up the base it crept and crawled to leave my body dead and bare. Spider webbed and vast, my thicket trembled softly. There was nothing we could do to survive and be rid of folly. We sat there ever so patient and shed our leaves in sorrow. There was nothing we could do but wait for the dawning of tomorrow. Presently the stream is still. What once was Prussian blue is gray and cracked and still and gray. I think the clouds feel stuck too. Oh. <laughs> so that is like if you were to take coronavirus and multiply it to what you normally see the apocalypse movie is like where everything is just dead and unmoving and dusty and cobwebby from not being useful. Mm-hmm. Um, I label I called it seed and like in the second stanza it says it started deep below us the gray no bigger than a kernel is because it it's a little bit of uh, a nod to the head of how small this virus started out um, it was just one guy eating a bat. it exploded and it exploded because there was just the unknown slash people not taking it seriously slash misinformation being spread slash people not knowing at all because they don't have the resources to know so it's just like a little it's a tip of the hat of something so small can be so big so you know never underestimate anything and take everything day by day i was pretty happy with this one i wrote this one i like that one a lot i I like the rhyming my poems don't rhyme well you're more free verse and i like structure that seems to fit yeah you, I have to say, you have gotten so good at the poetry thing. Like, I know you don't see yourself as a poet, but, like, you have gotten so good at the poetry thing. And, like, I really feel like you have come into your own style um, more than you think you have. And I just don't really know, like, what it is. <laughs> That's okay, because, like, I could, I could... You've gotten really good at emulating other people, but I feel like if you gave me a bunch of poems, I could pick out the ones that you wrote. That's like, good. That would be my own voice. Yeah. I feel like you, you have really developed your own voice, and I really... I enjoy watching you um, grow. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad with compliments. <laughs> Are you ready for day five? Yeah, give me day five. All right, day five is called The Hangover. (laughs) (laughs) I know this night. (laughs) Um, Okay, The Hangover. Getting older is the worst. My headaches, an empty sort of ache behind my eyes, and my stomach betrayed me this morning for the first time ever. I like to keep my lunch where it belongs, but the neighbors upstairs are bowling, and I think they're using my head as a ball because the room is spitting and I'm standing still, headless. Whoa, I love that. That was such a great <laughs> analogy. Wow. Because, okay, so um, this was, like, pre-official quarantine. We had two friends over, 
to our house and we all sat in like opposite corners of the room and our neighbors upstairs were having a party and like like a legit party and I don't understand why because it was like I know they started at 2 p.m. and our friends didn't leave until like one o'clock in the morning and they were the people upstairs were still going to the point where like I hate to say it, but we called the cops on the people who live above well, us. At that point, like, come on. It's been more than it's a day. Been a, it's been 11 hours. Mm-hmm. It's Technically, there is a curfew already in place, so you should not have people over who are not mm-hmm. going to be staying. Also, your music is vibrating my entire apartment, and you're not supposed to have people over. So, like, yes, I'm I know. I'm glad you we called had, the cops. We called the cops on them, and they were showing up as our friends were leaving. Like, we had literally two people over. Um, but I had way too much to drink that night. And I will, t- the thing is, one of our friends was like, let's play a game. It's called finish your drink. And I was like, okay. And I started chugging my wine. And then halfway through, I realized nobody no else was else- doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, a game. Well, and then it's like, and I'm like, well, shit. Like, I don't want to finish this because nobody else is doing it, but I'm already halfway in. So I feel like I'm in too deep. So I have to finish my drink. <laughs> So I chugged a whole glass of wine and that was my mistake. And then I battled it the entire next day. And it was like, I know I should not have done that. I should have just sucked up my pride. That was a jacking move. I should have just swallowed my pride and not chugged the whole drink. A little Once bit, I realized yeah. nobody else was doing it. And I was like, what? Okay, fine. And they, um, You know what? I love your friends, but also in that moment, they're fake friends for not chugging with you. I would have chugged with you. Honestly, I was like, you guys. <laughs> you know, well, if and someone one of says them chug, like, I'm going to chug. One of them goes, one of them goes, let's play, like, we should finish our drinks. I'm like, okay. And I started chugging it halfway through. And when I realized nobody else was doing it, the other friend was like, and Chrissy's so competitive. She's not going to be. <laughs> I was like, you guys. <laughs> like, um, and he, he goes, he goes. Oh, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm an adult. I don't just chug when people say chug. I was like, first, first of all, the fuck all. <laughs> I would like to say that any adult who chugs on chug is more of an adult than you because they can handle it and you can't. So, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. It was fun. We had a good time up until I did not have a good time, right. and <laughs> that's day five. <laughs> we love day five. All right, my next one is called Bad Practice. Okay. From where does my sorrow appear? Plucked from vile recipes, I give no pause for cheer. I chafe under investigative analogy. Be fair, be there, be helpful. Fog is the cost of living carefree. I try to sleep every night. I argue with my pillow. Morning brings snotty egg whites. Intentional extinguishing. I choke on animosity. I wish she would stop visiting. I love your poetry. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) I really um, do. <laughs> I realized I wrote three lines, and it probably should have been a haiku, but I was like, I am not about to go back and rewrite them so that the syllables are correct, so I'm just going to stand no. by No. No. I like I like the style you picked. Thank you. This is inspired by my crippling habit of comparing myself to everyone at all times. <laughs> <laughs> and I have noticed, not, I've always known this about myself, but I've only noticed how frequently and how aggressively I do it, but I am one of my worst habits of of being a human person and a friend to others is that when someone tells me something exciting and I am jealous of it or I think it's happening, like I'm not happening with it, 
I will purposely make people feel bad that they're doing it, which is like shitty. You know, I'll, I'll like I'll like dumb it down so it's like not that cool to make myself feel better, which is the dumbest thing. So I recognize that. You're not the only one who does that though. Like I, know, I feel like that's like, such a I human thing. I should not be a person that does that. Well, okay, here's, I will say, though, I think it's good that you recognize that about yourself. Because, like, there are so many people who do that and don't understand that they do that. And, like, the fact that you are aware of it shows growth. And it shows, like, it, I I don't know, I think it really speaks to who you are as a person. Because, like, you can have really bad habits, and they're only terrible if you don't know that they're habits. And, like, if you're not self-aware, that's when it's a problem. But, like, if you're self-aware and you're like, I don't like that I do this and I'm going to work on it, that, that right in, right there is, like, enough to offset the bad habits to me, like, in my opinion. That's good. Hopefully, I figure my shit out. Usually, it comes from a place of me thinking I know everything that's going on. And if I were in that situation, I would not do the thing that is happening. So, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's terrible. I'm a terrible person. No, I'm working. No, I know. I know. No. I know. That was an over-exaggeration. I, <laughs> I am working on it. I recognize it, and it's gonna be great. Day, Give me day eleven. Eleven. Okay, I skipped a couple days. You get day eleven and day twelve next. Okay. Um, okay. So day eleven. This is actually yesterday. It's called okay. Lazy Saturday. A bumblebee just flew into the window of my office. He backed up and charged again before flying away. In the next room, my love sings at the top of his lungs and the tiny tiger yowls. It's as if he has not been fed in 12 long years. I sit click-clacking my way through endless piles of work as the panther begins yet another lap around the house. The afternoon is thick like honey and I see the bees' confusion. Today, despite the small joys of a lazy Saturday, I wish I could buzz like that bee and fly away into the world. I can literally see this happening. It's in my head and I see it's, it happening. It straight up happened yesterday. <laughs> this is one of those, like, you sit down and you're like, I'm just going to write everything that is currently happening. <laughs> I and, love that. Like, all right, yeah. on to the next one. <laughs> this one is called Knowledge. Sometimes it's anger, so you twist it up, paint it black, and throw it back just because you can. Sometimes it's fear, and no matter how much armor you think you have, words can't fight against spears. Sometimes it's sadness, in the middle of the shitstorm, but if you make it to the eye, then you're fine. Sometimes it's disgust, turning over and over in your belly, but you can't yank it out and you can't take it back. Sometimes it's surprise, and a reminder that everybody lives in their own reality, and the best we can do is float and be kind. Sometimes it's anticipation, like the penultimate move, knowing you're about to win the game, but a what-if humming along too. Sometimes it's trust, or rather a demonstration of it. Learn as much as you can and make sure you keep a list. Sometimes it's joy and the color of eggnog. It seeps through your skin and bleeds in your words and everyone wants a taste. In one of my classes in my criminology degree, we are talking about why people commit crime. And part of the equation of this specific theory involves emotion. And we were talking about how this psychologist, Robert Pluchnik, suggests that that there are only eight basic emotions and every other emotion falls in one of these categories. And the the eight basic emotions are these here, anger, fear, sadness, disgust, surprise, anticipation, trust, and joy. And that's it. I I love that. Yes. How do you feel about that theory then? It's the rational choice theory. And I 
like it very much it's one of my favorites i it's a control theory of criminology and i would consider myself a control theorist so all of my research and publications will be based off this theory i'm s- pitching my tent in the control hey, theory realm you're really impressive <laughs> um, i'm <laughs> you are i like sometimes i forget like about how because i'm not in your field so like i don't i don't always know exactly what you're talking about or like what is you know what you're talking about (laughs) yeah i do know but i i really i i was talking to somebody about this the other day about like what i enjoy about people and what i really enjoy is when people are interesting and when they are intelligent and when they're really passionate and like i don't know if that maybe that's why you and i clicked so quickly but like you are super smart and you're super passionate about what you're studying and like you're an interesting person dude like and i just i like you so much and like i'm just really happy to be your friend that's okay do you want to get married yes i do great good i i really appreciate that sometimes i feel like i don't know what i'm doing in this field but that those reminders are really helpful i appreciate it yeah i never actually named this but i'm gonna name it right now it's called the rhino Wow, I'm so excited. (laughs) So I wrote this one today um, in the midst of my panic attack. (laughs) Oh my god, you were able to work in your... I just threw some shit out there. I'm obsessed with you. I'm so obsessed with you. (laughs) Okay, so um, this one's day 12, the rhino. Being alone makes it very easy to fall into my own head. I'm doing what I always do when I get near a big decision. The panic chases me down like a rhino in the savannas of Africa. I have never been there. Who knows if I will ever go. But I imagine the heat and the wide open spaces and the horns running at me and my throat closes up with tears that will not fall, though they will fall for everything else. I feel the ants crawling under my skin and the French music playing in my head is vibrating my bones and shaking out the spiders. I wish I could shake the termites out of my brain. I am alone. It's a bad day. Today, the rhino wins as I surrender. Woo! Surrender. <laughs> that is the perfect emulation of what a panic attack is like. That is it, literally in the middle of my panic attack. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I have to just write shit, and I don't know That's what's going to so happen. Good. It's so accurate. <laughs> so, the rhino is my friend today, apparently. But, um... That was, wow, I'm really excited for your next poem. I'm sorry. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) This is amazing. So, yeah, it's good we're ending on something we can both relate to because if I remember correctly, we both love Avatar. Yes. I just, So I Uh wrote about the four elements in their symbols with words that go along with what it feels like to be that type of bender. Ready? <laughs> I'm so ready. I'm so excited. All right. So the first one, it's sometimes it's hard to read. I know you might not know where to start. So for the first one, Acting start in. with, yes. Um, okay. And then this, yeah. Okay. So yes. Acting in concert with the environment, water flows through me. Through all of its phases, I can fight, control, and heal. Moon and ocean, circle, circle, circle. There is persuasion in blood. <laughs> through redirection, your power is my power. Next is earth. Rigid, stubborn, the most diverse, rooted in myself with only the slightest movement I can see above and below. Positive jing or negative jing or everything in between, I am six moves ahead. No metal, too steadfast. Next is fire. Through emotion, there is action. Through breath, there is flame. 
Fire dances off your eyes while I'm jumping through the sky. Seen mostly as destruction, I can also hold life. I rely on the sun, she is my strength. Only lightning for the best. Energy, power, force. There is order in chaos. Next is air. There is power in freedom. Be aloof, be detached. Through meditation, I gather strength. Exhilarated, I flit and dart through the world. I must strive for balance in the world. The power of wind is intangible and elusive, drawn from my center. Evading your grounded power, I am everywhere and nowhere. And those are the four. Oh, I love that one. Avatar. I love that one. Thank you. And I feel like I don't have to explain it because it's Avatar. Hello? <laughs> yes. But I will say. I, I mean, it's Avatar. <laughs> don't have to explain it. <laughs> I don't think I have to explain. Um, for those How is Korra? See, it, it is good. It's okay. It is difficult. I, I try not to compare it to the original, to like Avatar the Last Airbender because you just can't. But mm-hmm. it is difficult to not compare it because it's in the same world when we see flashbacks to adult Katara and Aang and Sokka and Uncle Iroh and like we, the, yeah, we, and Suki. Oh, we see adult them. So it's hard not to compare. But if you can detach, if you can like separate the two, they're both, both series are very good. So yeah, I just, I've had that on my mind because Salman and I just finished rewatching Avatar again and we're in the middle of watching Korra and I've just been... We've been trying to do some, like, yoga and meditation, so we're both kind of all about the chi and the centering, so I figured this was just on my mind and would it be easy to write about, and then I got a little carried away. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. I really do. Yes. I, I was pretty happy with this. It took me way too long. But for those who can't see, all of the words for each element is ordered in such a way that it reflects the symbols of each element so the water is like the three waves the earth is like that pyramid thing um fire is obviously a flame and um air is a bunch of swirlies and there's colors too yeah oh they're color coded yeah so the the water from the inside to the outside goes from darker to light the earth one there's um like stone and dirt on the bottom with a brown color and it gets to dark green to lighter green to lightest and then with the fire you have from the base of the flame a dark red and up to where it's really really light because the base is in the center it's like the hottest and then we have swirly mcdurley and i just left that white we i love swirly mcdurley swirly mcdurley thank you and those are our quarantine poems that is the quarantine special of mm-hmm. Read Between the Vines. Um, this was just kind of dealing with the onset of quarantine and, and all of the changes that are coming with it. But um, next time you will see us, it'll be for The Devil in the White City by Eric Larson. And then after that, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled poetry. So yes. we'll each be picking a poet and emulating them as best we can. Um, everyone will be happy and healthy and hopefully still healthy. I don't know. We're going to say alive? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, hopefully we'll be able to leave our houses by then, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, just, you know, take it day by day. Make yourself a schedule. Drink some water. Do some yoga. It's going to yes. be okay. We love you. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Not LinkedIn. Not LinkedIn. And um, we will see you in a couple weeks. Yeah. So Adam really likes to sing in the shower And so 
I'll be in my office, which is as many doors away from our bathroom as you can get, and I can still hear him. <laughs> and, um, and I, like, try to go in and close, like, okay, close the bathroom door, close the closet door, close our bedroom door, close my office door. That's mm-hmm. four doors between me and Adam, and I can still hear him. <laughs> Sometimes volume is hard, so at least he has hey, that trait. He does, and it brings him joy, and I love that. Ah! Sorry. My one of my guitar cases just fell on me. It's fine. Just it's fine. Continue. Sorry. Um. No, that's okay. 